When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt. Over there is Adam Glenn in New York, where all the pop are crazy chasing Megan and Harry. It's insane, huh? <laughs> what a day. What I, I a... feel like I have so much to ask you on this story. You are in the know. You know more people out there than anyone else. And so we're going to get to that. That obviously will hit the rundown. Have no fear. We will get into Megan and Harry and whether or not these claims are true, they're false, they're embellished, whatever it is, we will get into it. Today is our raw rundown, the time of the week where we hit get you caught up to speed on all the biggest stories of the week. Um, and uh, yeah, just so you go into the weekend knowing what's up. But um, let's get to a review real fast before we jump into this. Um, Adam, give me a number one through five. Uh, three. One, two, three. All right, this one comes from Maddie Craig. It says, I love pop culture. I found this podcast through Shannon's podcast, Fluently Ford, and I really love this podcast. It's always interesting to hear the POV of gossip from people in the industry. Keep up your hard work. It's appreciated. Thanks, Maddie. Thank Appreciate it. Uh, so Maddie headed on over to our iTunes page. She uh, obviously less, left us a review, and we love it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Should we jump into this? Let's do it. Uh, so let's get into our raw rundown. This is the top 10 stories of the week, starting with number 10. Dax, what do we got? Uh, number 10 is that Candace Cameron Burr is claiming that she has not eaten fast food in 20 years, and even worse, She's never tried Taco Bell. That's weird. It's weird, right? It is weird. So she is saying, she basically posted this uh, social media post saying, oh, you know, I, let me, actually, let me read it. It says, I haven't eaten fast food except for In-N-Out in 20 years. Some days I wonder what a burger and fries is like from McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or any of the other places I've never eaten at. Today is that day. Am I going to find out? No. And no, I've never tried Taco Bell or anything similar. I don't regret it. You can't convince me otherwise. Well, I'm going to call bull crap. There is well, no way she's <laughs> never had McDonald's. Like, That's, you live in America. No one believed that. You know, let's. so the story is with this. No one believed this story. So, no. of course, the internet says, oh, yeah, we're going to try to investigate this claim. Because it's such a crazy claim. You know, you like, Dax, you know. You have kids. Sometimes you have to feed them. They're going crazy. You just need something quick and easy. It's fast food's all you got. And not, and not only that, she's our age. Like we grew up when there wasn't all the different restaurants. Like McDonald's was the place you went when you were a kid. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone, that was just a staple of everyone's childhood. You go to McDonald's, you get the Happy Meal, you do the whole thing. So for her to say, I've never had McDonald's, like I don't believe that for one second. We were not yeah. like... It just it no, I, I don't believe it. Um, no, and Taco well, Bell. No, I love Taco the internet Bell. because they investigated this claim. They looked into it and they said, "Oh, actually, we found out that you actually ate Chick Fil A uh, not that long ago." So like ten years ago, at least, because yeah, there's photo ago. evidence. So you're basically bullshitting that you never eat fast food when 
I'm sure that one time you ate Chick-fil-A. Wait, is Chick-fil-A considered fast food? It's considered God's food because it's owned by Christian folk. That's interesting. So that's it's <laughs> yeah. a <different> category. <laughs> no, it's it's a hundred percent fast food. 100%. Yeah, it's fast food. So, but it's funny that the internet, you know, when I, you know, the people on the Reddit and the said, all right, we're going to look into this, and they looked hard and they found the photo of her eating Chick Fil A, which basically calls her bluff on that. It's pretty funny. It's just yeah. you can't really get around that stuff. I, I want to just talk to her parents. I want to be like, did you ever take her to McDonald's? Because if you didn't. Are you even really parents? Do you think her brother Kirk Cameron ever had McDonald's? Do everyone's had McDonald's? That is such a lie. Like, don't there's yeah. no one. Like, I. It's I just part of like American it. history, you know. It's yeah, part like, of like it's an American. It's an American staple. I know. People, even if you're vegan, you're grabbing the the fries or something. I'm telling you, there's there's got to be some loophole. Even people that don't eat fast food or like are super healthy, I'm sure they've gone to McDonald's at some point in their life. It's just one of these things. This story just makes Candace Cameron just look like a liar. And, yeah. and, I mean, yes, she essentially lied. But it's like, why? Why do you have to exaggerate this? Like, it was just such a stupid exaggeration. She keeps that, getting caught up in all these, like, dumb comments. Yeah, she's just – she's an interesting one. Let's Better move though. on. I don't Very even want to talk about her but, anymore. Yeah, it's kind of weird. All right, number nine. Number nine, Billie Eilish and Jesse Rutherford have split up. Uh, but according to their people, they're still ju- they're still friends. Um, so you remember they started seeing each other back in October. They were seen making out. Um, and then they were kind of all over Instagram while she showed up to the Met Gala by herself, which kind of really sparked up the rumors of why her. And by the way, he's the lead singer of the neighborhood uh, that maybe they weren't together. And now it is true. They have split. They've gone their own ways. Um, I'm, I mean, I, I'm curious what happened. I, I think it's always hard though for any big singers or musicians, artists to date each other. Like how, where do you find the time to actually be together? You're constantly yeah. on the road touring that will take a toll on any relationship. Yeah. And Billy is like one of those people who's just like, I feel like is constantly working. Billie Eilish, I think you were the first one to be like, oh, I, I love Billie Eilish. And I, oh, and I, I, I could be, and I didn't really understand her until I saw her perform. And she's like really fun live. Like she's yeah. she, she gets into it. Like she's just like funny and like cool and fun. She's also one of those girls that like very sneaky, like you would never know it. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I'm a dude. Has a great body. Like she she's – well, I think that's what's made her intriguing is that she's hid her body for that yeah. reason is don't focus on my body, focus on my craft, kind of like Sia. Sia is like, don't look at my face, don't don't judge me for my age, judge me on my talent, my singing abilities, and I like that. Um, did I ever tell you how I found out about Billie Eilish? Her body or her? <laughs> her. <laughs> okay. So when I was running the, the old website, Hollywood Pipeline, um, I got hit up by Backrid and by one of their sales women, uh, Maria, and she just said, "Hey, have you heard about this this girl? She's over in the UK. She's become crazy popular. No one's heard of her here in the US, but like she's gaining this massive like steam behind her." And so I was like, "Oh, let me go check her out." I, again, never heard of this woman, and she already had 16 million followers on Twitter. And I'm like, "Who the hell is this?" Started watching videos, started seeing her old music videos like Ocean Eyes and that kind of stuff. And I started to realize, oh, damn, like she's really talented. So I started doing more posts about her. And those posts were getting a lot of traction. And the videos that I put up, massive traction. 
And then it was like, that was right before she like really made an, like a mark here in the US. And that's when people started to get to know her uh, right around the time she put out like bad guy and stuff. But so that's was, how I found out about her. Was Backrid, which is the photo agency, were they yeah. in on pushing Billie Eilish? Like, no, 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 no. She, does like, that happen though, by the way, Dak? Does like the agency um, like push the talent like hey you got to take this person take this photo take this video i mean but i think that's it's not because they're trying to make someone a celebrity it's because they're trying to make money off the photos you know what i'm saying like i've had agencies call and say hey i i think you should do this and at the end of the day i'm like this person isn't interesting to me i'm not just going to buy a photo because you want me to because you want to make money but in this case i was intrigued by the fandom that she had while she was touring over in europe yeah, I just thought so. That's good to know. Great story, Hansel. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't know from your perspective because there's sometimes there's celebrities that I felt like were just like pushed on us. Julia like, Fox. Julia Fox, not as much. Oh come on! Because no, because she's like hustles. She works. You know, you could tell like she does her own stuff. I don't know okay. her stuff seems very like. But there's other celebrities, um, and like. Almost like an Ashley Graham in a way, you know. I think no, like Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham, I, you can't you can't put her in that category. All right, she, who's the celebrity that you feel like is being pushed? On I, and, and, and to be totally honest with you, Ashley Graham got more clicks on any post than probably any celebrity I've ever like written about ever. I would put up one story about her, and the traffic would go through the roof. Really, people love Ashley Graham. So I just didn't know if that if the agencies sometimes work with the celebrities on pushing talent because they're just like, hey, uh, this person does well. For yeah, us. I just you know, or, I'm like, trying to think of an example. Them. I'm trying to think of an example of someone that like I remember like Phoebe Price. People aren't going to know who the hell Phoebe Price is, but Phoebe Price was one of those people in L.A. that for some reason the Paps would get her every day doing something, and I couldn't for the life of you, or for the life of me, tell you what the hell she did. But every day the pops were following her. I'm like, and they're not making any sales. Why do they keep trying to push this woman? So I guess she would be an example of someone that they tried to make it happen and you couldn't make fetch happen. So I guess what they were doing is just trying to flood the agencies with photos of Phoebe Bridges, maybe. No, Phoebe Price. Phoebe Price. Phoebe Phoebe Price. Price. Someone less famous than anyone else. Anyway, um, and uh, by the way, you got who? Who did you get the other? You got Billy. Billy. I got, uh, Billy. I got Billy McFarlane, the guy who created Fire Festival. Yeah. So he was at Catch in New York, and I was like, "That's Billy McFarlane," and I was eating there. And it's funny. He, he's like the guy's infamous. Now, if you guys saw during the pandemic, the Fire Festival, which you guys know about, was the the um, infamous music festival that never happened or it did happen, but didn't happen because it was a complete bust. And this guy went to jail for a little bit. Um, He's out of jail now. And the documentaries uh, were really popular for him. And now he's back out and he's trying. So I interviewed him and it was funny to see him in the restaurant because you see like people look at him like, I think that's the guy. I think that's Billy. And he was, um, I've met him before though. He's a nice guy. Uh, He's very, he's cool. Um, Uh, you know, he's cool. He's like just like nice. But I asked him about uh, the festival. Do you get any? And- do you get any like sleazy feel off of him, or are you like, oh no, this guy's cool. He just got caught up in a bad situation. 
Here's my thoughts on him. I think when he made the festival, he meant well. He meant to make a big music festival, but when things were going to shit, he refused to throw in the towel, which a little bit business immaturity, but also a little bit like when you're, when things are, when there's a fire going on, you're not thinking right. You're not in the best mind state. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. unfortunately he made bad decisions. Did he hurt anybody physically? No. Like I think he meant to, to have a great thing for people. Unfortunately, it didn't work out well. That's what I'm thinking. And I could be wrong with that said. Now I do think he enjoys the attention a little bit, but also, you know, a lot of people wrote to me like, man, this guy's a scumbag. This guy's an asshole. I'm like, you know, how, what an idiot he could do. To, what an idiot to create another music festival. But what else is the guy supposed to do? Number one, he needs to pay the money to the people in the Bahamas. He's like in major debt because he owes these people still a ton of money. So what's the best thing to do is try to kind of redeem himself and make that money. Do you think people would go people. though? Do you think people would go just because of the like it? The curiosity. name is so big, curiosity. Like they can't mess it up twice. I think there's some people that are curious. Do I think you could do it to the magnitude that he was planning to originally? No. But and how I do think you get the bands to sign on this t- at this point? Like that's going to be the hardest part. I I think I think you can you can probably fool people into going again because people are dumb. And I think there's a certain amount of people that would go because just because they want to say I went to Firefest too and I want to put it on the gram and that whole thing. But how do you get a band to sign back up after that whole sh- shenanigans? I don't think you'll get the talent like he once dreamed. I think you would get some music acts. I think those people are going to want to have different type of contracts. And honestly, he can't be the na- like the main face behind it. Like there's got to be a lot of equity behind it. And people are going to some people are gonna want the money up front. They're going to say, "Listen, we want this, we want that." So I I do think there's some potential, but you got to remember, this guy can't work another job. So he might as well try to make the best of the shitty situation. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he owned up to it. He's he's been honest about it. Do I think he likes the attention? I think it's like it's a little bit of a culture shock to him because the guy was in jail right before kind of a lot's happened in technology and marketing Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I think he's just trying to adjust to it. And it's kind of you know, imagine walking around where people are just like, "You're such a scumbag. You're such a scumbag." I'm like, I'm used to that, but not him. Yeah, yeah, but again, at the end of the day, like (laughs) he didn't like physically hurt anybody. Yeah. You know? Okay, like, we've spent you know, way right. too much time on Billy. We need to move the fire. Right, sounds good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Number eight. Number eight. Britney Spears uh, is being asked if she can let her small or her small, her sons. I feel like they're small. They're not small anymore. Her sons moved to Hawaii with Kevin Federline. Um, you know, uh, Jaden James, Sean Preston. They're like 
what 16 17 now it's actually kind of, mm-hmm. yeah 16 17 uh but kevin federline is saying look i want to get them out of town they're over living in la there's too much going on that always is surrounding their mom they just want to relocate to hawaii i guess um kevin federline's uh wife victoria prince has a job offer over there at the university and so it's a good opportunity for them to move over there he can do djing over there but it would kind of just take the boys out of la and kind of just start fresh and so they filed a petition with the judge we'll see what happens um i don't i don't know if britney's gonna object to this i mean she hasn't seen them in a very long time according to all the reports like a year and a half they weren't at her wedding um i think her boys are pretty upset over a lot of her social media and it's just kind of probably constantly embarrassing to be Britney's kids at this point because of her social media. Um, And so they've not really had a lot of contact. So I don't think that there will be any objection here. I think that they'll end up moving to Hawaii and uh, kind of starting life over. Yeah. Listen, I don't think it's sad. It's sad not to be with their mom. However, you kind of, it's at the end of the day, it's sad. I don't, I mean, Dax, do you? But I don't do you, blame them. I don't. I don't blame the kids. Can you imagine? I look at okay. I look at Britney's social media, and I cringe and I feel awkward for her, and I don't know her, so I can only imagine being her kid and looking and like going to school, and you walk into school, and they're like, "Hey, I saw your mom's badge today on social media." Like, that's awkward, right? So, yeah, I can imagine why they probably like this is a tough time in your life. Like, high school sucks already. But then that your mom is constantly giving people stuff to make fun of you about on a daily basis. And it's just sad. It's sad that she doesn't have this relationship. She fought so hard to keep for so long. Like it was all about her kids. And now there's like not much contact with the kids. It's just sad. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. It's um, I can't, I don't blame them. It's, it's a sad situation ultimately, but then I'm like, you know what? The kids are not like, and I have to give a, Kevin Federline a lot of credit you know mm-hmm. I don't think he deserved I don't think Kevin Federline gets the credit he deserves because he was a character who came on the scene let's be Popo's out great mm-hmm. song but po, po, now Popo's out Popo's out yeah great song right. yeah. uh, great Google song. that but then all of a sudden like with everything going on he still kind of stays low key he's not you know in the Hollywood scene he doesn't try to take advantage of the attention um, he kind of just does his own thing and tries to raise good kids and even the kids seem pretty normal. Like we see a lot of LA kids who want to be famous too. And Mm -hmm. not saying that's a bad thing, but it's not the healthiest thing. It's a very difficult thing to kind of manage. And these kids seem like normal teenagers. So, I mean, props to Kevin Federline to uh, just kind of be somewhat approach this situation. I feel like somewhat like level-headed. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think that like, we are cheering on Kevin Federline at this point. I there's no way I would have thought of like year you know five, 10 years ago, twelve years ago that Kevin Federline was just going to be like just a normal guy, but he's just out of that. You know, he's out of the yeah. media, he's out of the the magazine because he's just raising kids and just doing life. But he gets paid from Britney pretty well, right? Yeah, I mean, and thinking about it though, like with one of them sixteen, the other seventeen, I'm curious to see what happens when. At the end of the day, he's getting a lot of money from Britney on a monthly basis. So what happens after that? Yeah. What's yeah. that w- long-term plan for Kevin Federline? I would like to see if he could still dance. 
I'm sure he can. I just want to see him dance. I'm like, yo, Kevin, let me see you move. And just see him just like, wow, 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 pop lock and stuff like that. I think that'd be really <laughs> funny. All right, number seven. Oh, number seven. Kim Zolciak, uh, her husband, Croy, is demanding primary custody of their four kids plus child support in what is turning out to be a quote-unquote divorce war. Um, and, you know, she's kind of doing the same thing. She She's... So the, the divorce papers have been filed. She's asking for custody of the kids. Now he's asking for the custody of the kids. So um, they're going after it. She is now also demanding that he gets drug tested for the kids' safety amid this divorce, saying that uh, there's some serious concerns over safety and well-being of their four children and that uh, he want, she wants him to do a five-panel hair follicle drug screening and that he's not allowed to cut his hair until the screening is complete. Um, because she's claiming that um, she's seen him like smoke weed or something before. And I'm like, wait, are, are you saying that that weed is the thing that you're concerned about? Because I feel like this day and age, weed's legal ha- in certain parts of the country. So like if he's got weed in the system, really like that's going to throw a judge to say you deserve full custody. I, I don't get that one. Yeah, it's um, this thing is just what do you think was the ultimate issue to this relationship i'm still not i'm still not convinced that this is real okay i don't know it's crazy that we become like we're gonna get more into this you know what you know let's we're gonna do something real fast okay hold on we're gonna call so this this story is on uh radar i'm gonna call nauman up one of our former guests ryan nauman he's the one who broke the story he broke the story on here i just i'm just gonna ask him is this story real or fake Okay. He's not, well, dude, he broke uh, the story. It's a real story. I, I want to know his opinion. <laughs> He's not going to be able to hear you, by the way. What happened? Naman, you're, uh, you're, happened? you're on the podcast right now. I'm just giving you the for, fair warning. Oh, I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really? no, I'm not. Yeah, I just want to know one question. I need you to answer one thing. Am I on the podcast? Like, yes. Bro? Yes, right now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> One question. Do you think Kim Zolciak and Croy's divorce is real or a publicity stunt? Mm. I mean, they can benefit from it. Um, I know. They but can... it's like, that's, my gut says it might be real because there, there are real financial issues. Oh, but, I, I but okay, hold on, hold on. Financial issues are one thing. Yeah. But did NeNe Leaks get out of financial issues with a separation story? Um, no, I mean, I mean, most likely it's probably a yes. Yes. Okay. That's all I needed. <laughs> okay. <goodbye>. Bye. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Listen, that's, you know, what's so crazy. Like I, I don't, by the way, that's, to... that's Ryan Nam and he is the, uh, what managing editor editor of radar online i just i needed to get from someone else that's deeply involved in all these stories constantly uh and breaking this latest one okay keep keep going no i was gonna say to like the audience like our podcast i know we kind of we're gonna get into this more we are not a conspiracy podcast we just have to remember this is all show business so what you think is real news Someone's monetizing off. They're all trying to take advantage of it with their publicists and stuff. So it, it's it's fucking crazy, dude. And we're gonna get into this more and more. And it's just like it almost like takes the wind out of you because we're just able mm-hmm. to call it before it even happens. Like it's hard to 
it's hard to lie to us, you know. And like, it's like one thing. Like, you want you want us. To, you know why? Because like, we've seen it all. We've we've been fooled too many times before. Now we're like, uh, it's not even fooled. We've also played around with it. We've helped them out. We're like, okay, is this a storyline you want to push? Okay, we're gonna push it. We'll help you push it. You know, like we all work together because at the end of the day, it's a business. Everyone's trying to create. Like everyone's trying to make money. All right, yeah. um, that's good though. It's funny that Nomad said that. Let's move on because I'm just we'll see, I feel like every week we're gonna get another Kim Zolziak story the way this story is going. <laughs> Number six. Uh Johnny Depp uh gets a seven minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. You know, he is a, and this is despite all of the backlash from him getting back, and this is his first project really since the whole Amber Heard and him debacle, the court case. Um, and he is now playing King Louis the 15th in a new movie called Jean de Berry. Uh, did I say that correct? Jean du Berry. I don't know how to say the Jean. fucking movie name. Jean du Berry. I don't know. Um, so he is playing King Louis in this movie uh, and it, it debuted at the Cannes film festival. Um, and yeah, people were so excited to see him. He hasn't done any public engagements and he basically said that he's done with Hollywood. He was doing this whole press conference where he was 20 minutes late. All the other actors were out there. He strolls in, obviously all the attention goes directly to him. Uh, but you know, he said like people were asking, did you feel blacklisted from Hollywood? And he was like, you know, or boycotted from Hollywood. He goes, you know, it, it was like this weird joke that people were like, kind of like making fun of you, but then you're asked to resign from a film you're doing because of something that is merely, and he said this, I don't know what the hell it means, merely a function of vowels and consonants floating in the air. Yes, you feel boycotted. Maybe he just means that like people are just spewing out nonsensical information. And so you're having to give up jobs. So yes, he did feel boycotted at one point, but clearly the world is re-embracing Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's people, people want to see him, you know, mm-hmm. I think people, people, I think in some ways people like that he stood up against mm-hmm. Amber Heard and, you know, it sucks for Amber Heard because we know that she's, I mean, from that court case now she dropped out of Hollywood. Um, but I think well, if you remember, are- I, I was so shocked the whole court case that he was willing to go through with it because of you know all the embarrassing information that was going to come out about him and he knew it too and he said fuck it i would rather be humiliated on a public forum than be considered a, a woman beater yeah and he's like I, and i'm going to save my name by putting her through the ringer because it is that important to me that i'm going to lose jobs he had to step down from the um, the the harry potter spin-off fantastic beast he had all these projects that basically went away uh, he lost a ton of money because of it, but he's like, you know what? At the end of the day, no one's going to call me a woman beater. Yeah, but do you think he gets those roles back? Do you get? Do you think I he's going to get some jobs? He doesn't want him back. He's like, he's like, I'm over Hollywood. I don't need Hollywood. He doesn't need the big franchises. He can still make a ton of movies, but they don't have to be these big budget Disney movies if he doesn't want to. And he said, uh, you know, I'm just kind of over it at this point. I get it. I get it. I guess. How much money do you really need? As long as you could afford your lifestyle and the way you live. I mean, yep. do you need excess amount of money? I'm sure he's got great business managers and he's got that money saved. Yeah. Did that legal did that law uh, that lawsuit cost a lot of money? 100%. But he well, still has a, a mean, lot of money yeah, and he'll be fine money and I think his passion is acting and I think that he can still continue to act. It just doesn't need to be for this massive 
you know, film company, he can turn a small movie into a big movie by producing it himself. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that people are looking at with his, uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I think I told you I could have got went to the Cannes Film Festival. Can yep. Can Can Film Festival or Cannes Film Festival? Con. Con. I could have went to the. Can. Con I think film we say can here. They say con there. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I could have went to the con film festival. I turned it down. It was just I had an outlet that was willing to pay me to go out there, but I felt so bad because it was going to cost. I think just like to get into everything was going to cost like close to like fifteen grand, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't. Feel- well, can you guys pay yeah, that? You can. And the thing is, nothing's exclusive out there. No, there's nothing, and it's like, nothing that. It's great. either it's either a press conference or a giant red carpet. Like you're not getting these amazing one-on-one sit-downs. And at the end of the day, most of them, these sit-downs that you get are for three minutes and you have to ask generic, dumb movie questions. That's not going to get you any attention. So it's not worth it. Yeah. I, I told the owls, like, listen, if you really want me to do it, I'll do it, but I don't think it's worth the money. And I kind of turned it down because I didn't want them to kind of be pissed at me to come back. I'm like, yeah, I told you guys it's not worth yeah. your time. Um, the one thing that people are talking about the film festival is Johnny Depp's teeth. Um, people are trying to say, again, people, it could be four people on Twitter. However, the news outlets make that four people who wrote about on Twitter into a news story, say the internet's talking, but people are talking about Johnny Depp's teeth saying his teeth are rotting. You're like, how could Johnny Depp not fix his teeth? Um, I don't know. It's, he smokes a lot of cigarettes. I mean, what are you going to do? I also think like it works with him being Jack Sparrow. Like he is fully evolving into Jack Sparrow. So let the teeth go, have fun, keep your eyeliner on. You'll be Jack Sparrow before you know it. Exactly. Number five. Number five, Ariana Maddox reveals uh, that that whole alleged hookup between Tom Sandoval and the Miami girl that it seems like they've been denying for ages was in fact true that he did have sex with the Miami girl um, and that there was, I guess, one other cheating moment throughout the years before this whole uh, scandal broke. Um, I mean, it's just been nonstop Vanderpump rules. They had their season finale. Some people I talked to were not impressed with it because you could tell like the season ended and then it was like, oh, here's this extra thing that we're going to roll into it. And then it just kind of stopped and wait for the uh, the um, the reunion. It's going to be so great. So I think some people didn't necessarily love the season finale, but um, I did not watch it myself. Uh, did you watch it? No, I'm over Vanderpump right? Scandal. I'm so I, over Scandal. I think it's so so it's so it's gotten to be very gross. Where it's like, guys, you guys are so loving the attention right now that I'm like. It's sickening to me. It, it hurts me. Like they've done, they've done a ton of interviews. Like I would, would I have them on the podcast? Probably, but I don't really care anymore. Like you kind of made the yeah. story gross. It's it, not like it wasn't gross before, but it's gotten a lot worse because the, all the people are trying to monetize all the situation. Yep. No, I, I think what's hard for me is having not watched Vanderpump. I feel like I've watched it and I'm over it never having seen an episode. Yeah. I just like, I'm tired of talking about them. I want the reunion and what there's like a three hour reunion too. they're breaking up to like three parts. Like, good God, move That's along like this. It, they're Bravo is really stretching every inch out of this whole thing. Um, and I'm just ready to not be talking about Vanderpump. From what I heard though, Bravo, um, 
reps were really upset that the talent stars of the show Mm -hmm. were doing a lot of podcast interviews um, that they weren't approved of. So now what they're Mm -hmm. saying is that the rumor is, is that if they do an interview that wasn't approved, they're going to start to get fined. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any truth to that, but there's, I guess a lot of people are just really pissed off about, you know, like we should have saved all this stuff for the reunion, but everyone started blabbing their mouth and it's just like, it sucks for Bravo, but I just I'm over the story right now, and I'm over it because the cast ruined it for me. Like you guys were just so thirsty and just trying to monetize off it, and you could say that you're not. You're just upset about your friend. Bullshit. You guys are reality stars. You guys are people that are trying to make money, and I get it. But to me, it's like eh, time's like, up. You can't talk no, about them anymore. One thing making money. One thing. No, nope, eh, oh, I don't. Eh. Get it. <laughs> we're done uh, okay good thank you so much uh number four <laughs> all right the 20, 2023 sports illustrated swimsuit uh episode or episode issue has come out and uh martha stewart is on the cat uh, the cover of it which everyone has been freaking out about over the last couple of days um you know martha stewart looks freaking unbelievable she's 81 right now she got into a bathing suit took a bunch of photos and people have lost their mind uh but this whole uh issue they have a bunch of different people in it they've got megan fox they've got kim petras they've got brooks nader they've got um uh what's the cook lady um, Guy Fieri. padma lakshmi no, um, she's in padma there lakshmi. padma lakshmi's in it yeah, yeah. she looks great they they look amazing, but they I feel like they really uh, leaned into we're going to give a diverse group of women here the opportunity. They've got um, they've got skinny women. They've got a little bit thicker women. They've got and no hate on that. Um, they've got yeah a little bit thicker thicker. Oh, Kim, women. And by the way, Kim Petras, who is um, transgender. openly transgender. I don't have they ever had uh, uh, someone who is transgender in the sports maybe last industry? year, Did not ten really? years ago, but maybe I don't know. I mean, the way things are going, it could have been last year too. We just oh, I, I guess I was just like impressed. Jenner with has she been in it? I, don't know. <laughs> I was impressed with them kind of evolving this brand into you know including other other people. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. So yeah, um, do you have an issue? Just being like, if you were a model, would you have an issue of Martha Stewart on the cover? Um, Do you have an issue? Well, I I think that I would probably be frustrated if I was a model that had worked my whole career doing runways and doing all this stuff and like dreaming about being on the cover to only be beat out by Martha Stewart. I think I would be frustrated if I was in that position. As someone on the outside, I think it's awesome. Like, I fucking love Martha. And talk about a reinvention of a career on a whole nother level with that woman. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's right? Because some people could say, oh, she's an ex-convict that, you know, we're putting her on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue. Because I think she's come back. She's She did her time. Um, she learned her lesson. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to hold it against her. People live, they learn. Do you think Martha shaved her legs or lasered her legs before that issue? Or does she even grow hair on her legs anymore? I think I have never, nor do I'm going to spend any more time thinking about that. 
I think she, she did. She wear a two piece or one piece bathing suit. Um, I piece, think right? I, I think she did both. Oh, she did two piece too. I think so, but I think those were oh, like nice. her in the water kind of stuff. So oh, like... gotcha. You know, it's so funny. A week, uh, two and a half weeks ago, I ran into Martha Stewart, mm-hmm. and she was waiting for a car. And it was pouring rain. And she was being such an asshole to her driver. She's like, get here now. Really? Like, it, oh, she was livid with her driver. And I was starting to like, I was debating if I should like privately record it. But I like, I didn't want to hold the camera up and shoot her like being livid to the driver. So I was like, gonna like secretly hold the camera in a position where she didn't know I was filming. But I was like, then I feel like a real dirtbag. Uh, but she, it was <laughs> It was just funny. Then all of a sudden, a week, like two weeks later, I'm like, "Wait, you're on the cover sports social swimsuit issue?" But I mean, what a that's pretty wild. It's wild. It's pretty insane. It is wild. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, now all of a sudden, bad Kathy for all Ireland those other and, models that have worked right? their lives. Kathy Ireland right. and Cindy Crawford now like, oh, look at all the people that were on the covers, like Elle McPherson and Martha Stewart at 81 years old. <laughs> like, but you know what? I could easily see. When uh, Cindy Crawford hits 81, then putting her back on the cover. Oh, I, I, they're definitely – Cindy Crawford's going back on Dude, Cindy Crawford yeah. is ridiculous. The woman does not age. No, uh, you she know who does. else she does She has age? a lot of money to protect herself. Yeah. Um, J-Lo. I saw, so today or this week or something is like the 30-year anniversary of um, oh, Janet Jackson. What the hell is the name of that song? She – Oh, God, her like super big one, whatever. Oh, J-Lo is in, in her music video and J-Lo looks the fucking same 30 years ago as she does today. It J-Lo so says that weird. she's never done any sort of like procedures to herself. Well, to I don't believe that, but okay. But she looks amazing. So whatever she is or isn't doing is working. Yeah, I just think it's so crazy. I've never done anything. Like, so you're telling me you're of all, Fifth year, you're the only one who's overaged. It's just, it's incredible. It's, it's so, so it was the that's the way love goes music video. Go watch great it. Song. You'll see, that's so, yeah, great song. Yeah, you'll see JLo in the video. And I swear to God, you could be like, was that shot yesterday or 30 years ago? It's freaking yeah. weird. Okay. Number three. Uh, number three, three, finding out some more information about Jamie Foxx. Um, according to his daughter, he's undergoing some physical rehabilitation in Chicago um, and saying, I guess his daughter is basically saying, hey, I've been seeing all these rumors and stories online. I think we reported on one last week saying that his friends and family are kind of like fearing for the worst. Well, she was like, look, he's been out of the hospital for weeks now and he's doing physical therapy and recuperating. Um, not only that, she went on to say that her, her dad was playing pickleball the other day, having a great time. And thanks for everyone's prayers and support. What the fuck is going on, Adam? Like, this is the weirdest story for them not to say he was out of the hospital. And then weeks go by. Everyone's worrying that he's literally dying in the hospital. Oh, he's been out for weeks. Well, why didn't you say something? Didn't the world tell is you worried that? about your dad and you don't mention he left the hospital? We did this when we first started talking about this story. And I felt weird to question it because it was a hard story to question because I didn't want to be wrong. Because if you're, And it's not like I didn't want to be wrong, but it's like it's a very um, – fragile story you know you're talking about mm-hmm. someone's life and there's a lot there there's also families and members involved and i don't want to uh, 
kind of offend anyone. Not like Jamie Foxx's family listens to the podcast. We only the only family Tommy Davidson's family listens to the podcast, but not Jamie Foxx, another living color person. <laughs> anyway, but I smelled bullshit on this story the entire time. I said this last week. I was like, something's but weird what do, about what this do you story. think the bu- what's the bullshit part of it? I think there was just kind of using this to a PR towards their like curiosity of Jamie Foxx. I'm not saying it was necessarily it could have been his camp, but like they wanted people to kind of question. So all of a sudden when he does his next when he does his next interview, when he next promotes his next project, obviously a big topic they're gonna discuss was what happened to you, Jamie? They're not gonna do okay, it but now. He, here's the thing. They haven't finished the movie. So if you are a producer, an actor, a makeup artist on this movie, and you've got basically let go, and now you're seeing stories of he's playing pickleball, aren't you going to be like, what the fuck, Jamie Foxx? Get back to work. If you're so good that you can play pickleball, then you can come back and act. So I'm like, what? what's the truth here? What's what's happening? Are you Are you – are you in like rehab rehab? Like you had some kind of medical emergency because there was an overdose and now you're just trying to get yourself help. Like what the hell is this? The truth behind this? Because if I'm reading, you're playing pickleball, I'm going to be like, get your ass back to work so that I can be back in work. I smelled bullshit on this story. Like two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago when it first started, I was like, something's weird going on here. And it's something's So I don't know. It, I'm just, I'm just, I'm happy this story is somewhat coming to an end until he kind of eventually addresses it. Yeah. Yep. Number two. Number two, Taylor Swift and Matt Healy. Uh, Clearly this relationship, this romance is heating up. They have been seen kind of all over the place. He's been following her around on her tour. Um, They were seen leaving, um, I guess, the set, electric lady it, studios the electric lady studios um which is out in new york where everyone kind of goes to record i've seen gaga there I've seen ariana grande there it is like the cool place to go and produce music but they're walking out he's got his hand on her lower back um and so clearly this this is on I, what i want to know adam how has this story turned such like so positive so quick like we went from taylor swift is with joe alwyn that potentially they're going to get engaged to they're done. And she already has a new boyfriend. Like no one has thrown up like the hate towards her for moving on so fast, which I'm kind of surprised at. Like, why did she get the pass? What if this was someone else, there would have been so much hate of like, how did you just move on and you have a new, a new man in your life already? Yeah. I mean, they broke up. Uh, I mean, get granted. Broke- we don't know when they officially broke up, but sure. Um, it's just weird. Taylor and Joe broke up April 9th, April 20th, around around April 9th, April 10th. That's when the media found out they broke up. Now we're at we're recording this on May 18th. She's like very, you know, publicly already. But it wasn't even that. I swear, I swear there was five days in between the breakup story and the possible hookup story with Matt Healy. Like it was there was zero time there. And the only thing I can say is because Taylor is so private that her and Joe could have been broken up for five months and we just didn't know. And so in her mind, the news broke, but it was five months old news and she's already moved on. Maybe her and Matt were ready to like go public. And she's like, well, shit, the world still thinks I'm with Joe Alwyn. I need to somehow get that information out before I start being seen out with my new boyfriend. I don't know. It's just, 
I feel like normally the public jumps down celebrities' throats for like such a fast rebound. And then there's all these like cheating rumors that come out. Oh, where's she cheating on him with the new guy? Like that didn't happen. And I, I'm just confused how Taylor got the pass from the public, which normal, like most celebrities don't. I don't know. Yeah. It's diff- no, it's crazy. It's, do you think we will ever find out the exact time span when she broke up with Joe? Do you, did we ever? No, I mean, we obviously know as a media we find out. She's going to move on. She's not going to spend any time talking about it at this point. But she doesn't mind that we talk about it. <laughs> That's true. You know, like she does not mind that we talk about it because this feels into the attention, the allure of Taylor Swift. I do think it's a good relationship for them. I do think Matt Healy is a very talented guy. I think he's like a music guy. He also knows the the benefits of dating Taylor Swift. Uh, mm-hmm. I see this. This is my prediction. This one lasting for over a year. Where okay. it goes? Do they get married? I don't know. But this will be for over a year. Yeah, and they've been kind of like flirting at a relationship for quite some time. I do love that clearly he doesn't get photographed a lot because he walked out of the electric lady studio. She walks out just fine. He is like, Oh my, like the flash bulbs are in his face. He's squinting. He can't see. It's just funny. The contrast between her, who is such a professional when it comes to paparazzi to him, like blinded by what's happening. It's just funny. In my opinion. Number one story of the week, Dax. I think uh, we all know what it is. We all know what it is, but obviously Prince Harry and Meghan Markle claiming they were chased by paparazzi through the streets of New York for two hours in this ordeal that was, um, I I need to say what the exact word they said, near catastrophic um, by super highly aggressive paparazzi as they left an event and it was a relentless pursuit. Obviously, we all know the ties to... um, to princess diana here and why this story resonates with a lot of people you immediately jump on it um i'm having a hard time with it you know i have been a big supporter of the two of them i think this was the first story that really made me go what like i feel like we are searching for attention on this story um because it just doesn't sound accurate in my opinion. Like I watched the videos, all the videos to me show me the like them parked in the middle of whatever Manhattan in cars that aren't moving fast, a complete police escort. So nothing is that crazy. Yes, it's chaotic. I don't think it's catastrophic. Um, I, tell me, tell me your thoughts. You're obviously in New York. You know these people that would be following her. You weren't one of them, but what do you know? Yeah. Um, what do I know? I mean, here's what I'll say is I am not really into the, I really don't pay attention to the, the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stories. I just, I I live in New York. I live, I don't care what happens in the UK. It's not like it's a, a local issue. So I'm not, you know, pro Harry and Meghan. I'm not anti Harry and Meghan. I just don't have any, you know, I just don't care enough. With that said, when this story came out, I was like, this is bullshit. Like this story was bullshit. And I know the guys that followed um, Harry and Megan. I've been involved in paparazzi follows. I've been involved in paparazzi chases. Most of them are, there's a difference between a follow and a chase. Follow is like when you follow your parents to the mechanic so you could pick up their car and drop it, you know, drop them off mm-hmm. home. You know, like it's one, that's a follow chase 
is like the OJ chase. You know, when you're driving 90 miles an hour now on the west side, the west side highway, trying to keep up with someone. Like, there's a difference between chase and follow. That's a big word. That's a very, very strong word to use. Now, what happened was the event. They were told that you know there's photographers waiting for hours. That Megan and Harry were going to come and pose or kind of walk out, and everyone was going to be able to get their shot. And that helps out the photographers. That prevents people from following. Um, so people get their photos. So there was a lot there. While the photographers were waiting for Harry and Meghan to leave this event, the security of Prince Harry and Meghan were completely immature and amateurs. They were mocking the paparazzi, taking photos of them with their phone, talking shit to them, like basically egging them on, like just being total dicks to these people. I know, I know it sounds crazy, but it happens sometimes. Like they, they look at these photographers as the biggest monsters, which it's like, guys, they're not really that great. They're not that bad. They're just photographers. They are. They're just trying to get photos. It's not, it's not like LA 15 years ago when Britney Spears is fucking taking her umbrella and beating a car. These are guys that are standing, you know, they're trying to get, give her as much space as possible because they want to get a full photo of the two of them together. They don't want to be up close. They don't want to be in their face. They want to give them enough space so they could get a clean photo. So anyway, the security is trashing and being shitty to the paparazzi. Sure enough, when they're about to come out, they try to sneak him out the garage door, which everyone's, all right, guess what? You just pissed us off. You wasted hours. We're going to follow you to where you go next because we need, we're going to get that photo. The few photographers, it wasn't a 12-person crew. Actually, a lot of guys started to get off it because it was going on for so long. But because, and again, the photo wasn't that valuable because they're already photographed inside. Like there's already photographs of them inside. So it wasn't that like crazy. But a few of the photographers started to follow them and they just kept on doing like loops. Like there was no close accidents. There was no tickets. There was nothing. There was nothing involved. Now their camp is pushing out a narrative saying there was a two hour chase. You can't drive, to drive around New York City for two, Two hours is tough. Like you have to eventually pull over. You don't just, you can't drive around here. You can't do, can you imagine a high speed chase around Manhattan that lasts for two hours? I've never driven that fast through Manhattan. I feel like there's always traffic. There's traffic. There's like, if there was a two hour chase, dude, there'd be cops involved. There'd be, there'd be helicopters. Like people, there'd be a lot of accidents. The cops weren't called until the end. There was no uh, tickets. There was no injuries. There was no cl- – it was just a follow. So the photographers started following to see wh- – so they could get the photo. Um, eventually, they went to a police precinct, and that's when they basically had to hop in a cab. Like, why did why did you have to hop in a cab? There's no reason to hop in a taxi. You could have just stayed in your car. Like, the cops would have stopped and said, guys, let them go, and they would have left. You know? But if you're a real celebrity, and let's just say if you're, if you're a celebrity, and also if you have real security, there's ways to not be photographed in New York. It's so easy. Number one, you stay at a hotel or apartment building that has a garage. You go into the garage, you close the door, boom, you don't see them. It happens all the time. I've been involved in uh, paparazzi follows. I've seen it happen. You follow the person, and if they go into the garage, they go into the garage. No shot. It doesn't happen. You know? The car that is the celebrity car, they're the one that controls the speed of the follow. Now, if they're going to go 90 miles per hour, 
the photographer is going to go 80 miles an hour to keep up or 90 miles an hour to keep up. If they're going to go 40 miles an hour, the photographer is going to go 40 miles an hour. Like if you go slow, they'll go slow. I've trust me. I've seen it all happen from Kim Kardashian to political people. I've seen the paparazzi follows all the time. Majority of them are not that bad. And the reason is because the celebrity realizes they're being followed. So they're going to go at a nice speed for everyone's safety because they understand what's going on at the situation. Yeah. I, I was just confused. Like, I feel like invoking the Princess Diana storyline was distasteful. And I, I think that this could really put a, a bigger stain on their their reputation, honestly, more than a lot of other stories. Um, because the other ones are just like, it's about them. Their choice is this. But when you start being like, oh, maybe we'll gain some public sympathy by bringing in the Princess Diana name, suddenly people are like, wait, but if it's not true, then it just feels gross. I don't know. I I, I think the whole thing is wild. Um, I, I, I literally am like speechless with this one. This yeah, morning, I think this right? is I read one. it. And Oh, and they're now asking, they're demanding that Backrid, who had, I think, three freelance guys working for Backrid there, and one guy on his on his bike, um, they're demanding the footage be released to them. And Backrid said, uh, no, we, 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 we don't work like the UK works. We don't have a king here, so you can't demand stuff. It all has a legal process. That's why we actually got out of the, uh, out of the UK. <laughs> so they said, nope, not going to happen unless we're forced to by, um, you know, by law. But in their minds, they're like, we, there was nothing illegal. There, nothing collaborates your story. Um, so it, it's not happening. We're not giving over stuff. The cops even said it wasn't that it wasn't that crazy. Even the timestamps of when things went down didn't live up to what they said. Um, but even the cops that were like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like it happens. It it, it wasn't that crazy. It wasn't that wild. It's not that. It's not that. You know what? I would have believed a car chase in L.A. for two hours. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Like if they went to an event in L.A. and then had to drive back to Montecito. And there's all that open road in between the two cities. I could see them it being a high-speed chase and it being dangerous and crazy. But you chose, like, the worst city to say you had a, a high-speed chase in. Like, there's no high-speed got, chases going on in Manhattan. You got called out on your bullshit. You know, like, listen, you, like, you just you're, – you're, you, got, you got called out. There's no way any of this doesn't – and, again, even the paparazzi, yeah, we followed you, but it wasn't some crazy chase. What are you talking about? And the reason I follow is to give you the, get the photo – that you guys, then they're, they're saying we didn't want the, the paparazzi to know where we were staying. Well, that's a dumb move. If you're saying you need all the security. It doesn't make sense to stay at a hotel. You stay at a hotel. There's very protective hotels you can stay that there won't be an issue. No one will ever see. Like there, there would never be an issue. There, yeah. You just, this is life. Like it's just on all ends, it's complete stupidity by them. I got called by some shows to comment on it. I'm like, no. And also, Here's the thing is too, it, you call the guys paparazzi. They're not offended by it by this point because it's such a mainstream term. But let's just say this was a uh, political people, like American politics, senators, and the reporters were following. You call the people that shoot politicians reporters, but the same kind of people when they cover celebrities, it's called paparazzi. 
Oh, no, I've said this for a long time. Like, outside of court, you have a guy with a handheld camera. He's called paparazzi. You guys have a camera that's bigger and on the shoulder. He's now a media. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, it's doing the same thing. They're doing the exact same thing. And it also, this is show business. It adds, they were doing this to control their, you know, obviously to control an narrative to make, uh, to get attention out of it by saying the paparazzi. It's like, dude, these are. They're fucking reporters. What are you talking about? What are you talking? And again, I don't even care. I didn't even care about you guys before, but now I'm like, oh, you know what? I feel now like I get I, it. I feel like I call could, people on their bullshit. I feel like I could give them some really like good lessons on like how to really change the narrative. Like I, I feel like I could help them that if they really are misunderstood and that they have all these grievances and that a, a lot of their storyline is true, they're just doing a bad job of getting that message out to the public. I'm like, call me. I will I will help lead you down the road of how to do this properly because you're doing it wrong. And I I like you guys, but you're doing it wrong and you keep kicking yourself in the in your own ass and you're you know and it's it's not working. Like hit me up. I will give you advice. Hit up Dax for advice. Hit up Hollywood Raw Podcast for advice. Join our Facebook for uh, our Facebook group called Off the Record. I'm sure these people, our our friends, know a lot that they could help you out with. Um, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe us on YouTube, also on Instagram, TikTok. Again, we have a private Facebook group. Face, we have a private Facebook group called Off the Record. Uh, it's an awesome group. It's a you know, every, you guys write some stuff to us. We write some stuff to you. It's just a really cool community. Follow me at Adam Blinn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. A Huda Media Production.